0: slices, it dices, it makes all your dreams come true. The Creators Collective provides information not only on woodworking, but metalworking, leather, electronics and more. But that's not all. It also comes with three hosts to answer all your creating questions. Now, listen along as James Wright, Zach Herberholtz and William Walker fumble through answering your questions live each Thursday morning. Listen in now and you can have this amazing podcast for the simple monthly instalment of a Patreon subscription. But we're just getting started.
1: And we're back for another exciting episode of the creators collective. This week will be an exceptionally interesting week as we are in the hospital with a baby uh, or will is about to have a baby or we're not actually in the hospital, but we thought about doing that and then decided that's probably not the best idea with all the screen. We should have surprised approach. him.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but in this case, we have uh, will number two joining us also known as Paul Jack from Jackman works. So, <laughs> I uh, think I'm will number one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which is, which is more, more common. Um, Yeah, so I do want to say a huge thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Thanks uh, for helping us make this uh, channel even better. Particularly, I want to say a huge thank you to Darren Mates, Caleb Harris of You Can Make This Too, and Judith Grass, you are helping to uh, make us do new things. And uh, if you'd like to find out more about that, you can go to patreon.com and help us out there. So um, let's actually jump into this week and uh, talk about what we've been working on. Zach, what you got?
2: Uh, Hammers, 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 and hammers, more hammers, lots of hammers. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you guys, you guys probably. I I think I see a theme. (laughs) Um, Although I did get my, I ordered a a camera specifically for slow motion and I was able to, uh, it showed up the other day. So I've had this idea for a while. It's uh, like Tracy smash Tuesdays. (laughs) <laughs> um, cause a, a while ago I put out a video on my Instagram and <clears throat> it was just Tracy smashing something. My wife, Tracy, smashing something on my hydraulic press. Uh, it was like a can or something. And I just recorded it because it was my Instagram. I'm like, Hey, can you pull this lever? And like instantly it was like 500 million views in like 30 seconds.
3: (laughs) It's genius.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it was a total dumb luck and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well people seem to like this. So in the back of my mind, well, that was always in the back of my mind. Then I I forged a sledgehammer and there's a video that I have coming up and I'm like, man, this video would not be complete without slow motion shots of destruction. And then somehow those two intermingled and I'm like, Oh, maybe I should have, and I just forged a sledgehammer. So I'm like, maybe I could do like a video once a week of uh, Tracy smashing something and I could record it. So I put (laughs) the first one out on Tuesday, Tuesday evening, and then Instagram crashed for a day. So, uh, yeah, but but that's there. And that's that's the thing. We're going to try and do that every, every Tuesday. So I guess that's new. Um, slow motion's fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm hoping that. that it'll grow into something and people start making suggestions on things to smash or maybe even just mailing us things to smash. <laughs> I don't know.
3: <laughs> I nominated
2: but, coconuts. That would be fun, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if there's something that frustrates you, like if you have an old laptop or or anything like that, just send it to me. I'll have my wife smash it for you on the press. <laughs> It'll be fun. Um, yeah, still sick. Been sick since work, con, and I don't think I'm ever going to get better. I, I uh, always have historically have had like a, a very, very good immune system, but whatever this is, is trying to kill me. <clears throat> but I'm too stubborn to die. going to take you down the slow
3: way. Eh? Yeah. It, maybe you shouldn't leave the state of Florida after all. Why is that? because you're all healthy there. But once you leave, you get something, you get a bug. Yeah,
2: I think I got it on the plane from Florida, I'm guessing. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Give me liberty or give me death. Liberty (laughs) being my, you know, exodus from the state of Florida.
3: (laughs) No excuses. Yeah. Uh,
2: I think that's, oh, um, yeah. So, see, I auctioned that knife off last week. Um, I have a hammer that I did some engraving on, a claw hammer. I don't know if you guys saw that on my Instagram before it blew up the, the, uh, instagram i don't know if it went down for everybody else but i couldn't log in i couldn't post it was a
1: nationwide outage Uh, for a while and then pictures were out for a while
2: but i have a gold tempered claw hammer that i did a bunch of engraving on the side of and it's super cool uh i don't know if i'm gonna keep it i'm probably gonna auction it off at some point um and that really kind of got me to thinking. So I ordered a whole bunch of uh in like powered engraving stuff because I really kinda of want to take that to the next level. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot a lot on the horizon. And we're we're still uh Tracy's got some job interviews and stuff up in Eugene and Portland, so who knows, uh, she might have to, the, the bank loan thing is crazy because now they're saying like, not only do you need an offer letter, but you need, uh, the first paycheck before they'll give you a loan on a house. So she might actually have to like move up there and work a, you know, a hotel or an apartment for a couple weeks or something first. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Everything's up in the air still. Cool. Yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to seeing you in a new place someday
3: me too if i make it through this cold
1: (laughs) what you got paul what you working on
3: oh man uh just released a video this week of a um, rather large screwdriver that i built um, I I can also build tools, James. <laughs> Rather large is putting it uh, mildly. <laughs> it's 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 uh, equally as practical as the tools that you build. Uh, <laughs> a four times scale craftsman screwdriver. Uh, it's, it's about fifteen pounds. Uh, the handle is entirely solid epoxy resin, and the, the 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 shaft or the bit, whatever you want to call it, the metal part was was done by our friend Zach there. That's uh, me so he, he, from from bar stock. He uh, <laughs> I don't know blacksmith that thing to shape. So yeah.
1: which weighs more, the handle or the, uh, the the steel?
3: I don't know. It's it's pretty close. It's it's surprising how well balanced it is for. <laughs> just a, a stupid tool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I basically, I built that. If, if anybody's seen my big utility knife that I made uh, for, for Jimmy DiResta's uh, knife blade, I basically made the screwdriver just so I could swap out the blade on that because it, it was getting dull. So uh, <laughs> I needed to, uh, to fill that uh that that uh, that spot in in my uh my tool library yeah but i just i just posted that on, on reddit yesterday i had a lot of fun the comment section there and, so uh,
1: when's the video coming out on the plane
3: soon soon uh hopefully a couple of weeks from now yeah looking forward to that yeah that was another jackman herber holes collaboration
2: yes um I, w- I really wish i could have recorded that thing <clears throat> that pro- uh, process on that yeah I didn't know how it was going to turn out and I was cramped for time. And I'm like, I don't want to like be stressing about this camera and trying to get this recorded on time and then just screw it up and have like a big lump of useless material and footage.
3: Right. Yeah. It's tough when you're going into a project and you're not quite sure how it's going to go.
2: I need to send uh, I still need to send Rockler an email and see if they actually want me to, you know, record it again. I could make another one and record it, but
3: yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'm in no huge rush to post a video other than I just want to get it out. But yeah, if you need to make it again, I'm,
2: I'm well, cool. now that I know how to do it and there wouldn't be as like, because I had a lot of uh, dead ends when I was trying to bend that, like, uh, I don't know you call it that little uh, raised edge on the, the chip breaker. Right. That was, that was tricky because it's quarter inch. I think it's quarter inch steel that I used or something. So it, uh, and it's six inches wide. So trying to bend that was not wasn't it, it didn't, the first three thought that my, my best three ideas failed. So it wasn't easy. <laughs> <clears throat> At least what I yeah. thought were my best ideas.
3: It's not something you got to do every day. So. No,
2: but now I know how to do it. Super yeah. handy skill making, you know, <laughs> what was it? 24 inches long or something.
3: Yeah. It was I, insane.
2: I love the footage that you got of me shaving. Um,
3: dance arm hair with it <laughs> it's it's so good hey, that's gonna be here. such a How great the video hmm it's going to be such a great end of the video, like us just unboxing because he hadn't seen the box either because I scaled box up for is the,
2: ridiculous, yeah.
3: the, the, the bench dog tools box. I had a fan of mine. And he like was writing me and he's like, Hey, if you ever need a box, let me know. And I was like, Oh man, I got the perfect idea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that was pretty
3: amazing. So we scaled the box up too. And he sent that to me and I put the plane inside. So they, Rockler didn't know anything about the box. That was a surprise for them. Um, So opening it up, the, the facial expressions that they made was yeah. pretty great. And then seeing it, it cut the first shavings, like me and you were, you know, one person on each side of the hand plane. And then Dan was like just waiting for the shavings to come out. It was like, <laughs> Christmas morning. And we cut a shaving and he pulls it out and he like stretches it out to show the crowd. And it was hilarious. <clears throat> that,
2: yeah, that was. That was one of the most fun projects like that. I, I don't know. It's like something about building something and taking it to a public event and like having people just, you know, huddle around and stuff. That's right. uh, similar to the the C-clamp bench that I did for the Fabtech Expo in Chicago. That was like one of my favorites, just kind of like unveiling your work. The public is really cool. Um, And I just recently actually, I forgot to mention this. I just recently was, I believe I'm being commissioned by the city. Uh, The reason I say that is because if anybody's ever worked with the, you know, department of public works or the city, you never really know what the hell's going on. Nobody knows anything. It's like the most like convoluted web of getting permission from people to do things. And nobody really knows where anything is at it's
3: nobody wants to say yes what's that nobody wants to say yes because they don't want to have responsibility for that
2: yeah it's it's insane they're like well we have this money to spend we want public art we have an idea we want you to do it but we need to check with this person and this person needs to check with this person and this person needs to talk to the city and this person needs to get permission from this committee and it's like and for some reason they include me in all this i'm like look just tell me (laughs) tell me like what size it needs to be like tell me what what space I can work within and how much money you have, <laughs> like <laughs> that's uh, so. Uh, but it's it's kind of exciting. So it's actually for there's a bar here that used to be uh, an old fire station, um, I don't know 100 years ago or so. So uh, it's a bike rack and it's going to be a fire hydrant with the hose coming out of it and bending up and down and the hose will be the bike rack. So I'll have to like um, bend the metal tubing and get an old fire hose and slip it around and All of that. And I'm new to fusion 360 and I've been trying to like start modeling this thing all morning. It's incredibly, we were talking a little bit about this for the podcast uh, fusion 360 is incredibly powerful, but it's also um, ridiculously overcomplicated, complicated. I had to, I was saying, I had to Google how to move a sketch I drew a circle and I just wanted to move it over. And I tried everything logical for about five minutes before I'm like, okay, I really have to Google how to a sketch on Fusory 6. So there's like anchor points and pivot points. I could see how that would be useful, but it's like, man, the mo- even the most fundamental thing to a program, like I have to Google how to.
3: It seems very counterintuitive the way that it works because I've tried to play with it too and it's it's frustrating, but I don't know if that's if it's actually counterintuitive or it's because we're using SketchUp and we're used to that. And I think SketchUp is very counterintuitive (laughs) as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, years and years ago I did, I took a couple of AutoCAD uh, classes and I don't remember it being so
3: counterintuitive uh um, yeah regular autocad itself is fairly easy
2: yeah i i mean i that's what i remember but uh
1: yeah well the the, the big difference is that uh, regular autocad is a two-dimensional software that can do three-dimensional whereas uh, Fusion 360 is a three-dimensional software that can do two-dimensional, um, right. and so it's it's a different layout, but it's very similar to most of the mainstream.
2: Um, I'm sure. Like CAD the programs. problem is, is like I'm so I've gotten so accustomed to SketchUp. Yeah, it's yeah. so simple for me to knock things out. But there's certain things uh, when you start getting into like curves and things, it it just gets really you know like tapers and curves and things like that. It's just not suited for. Um, I mean, you you can kind of do it but it's not, you know, if you have to do something that's not symmetrical or, you know, it just gets, it just gets complicated and um, yeah, it's, it's limiting in that factor. And plus the render, not that I really care about the renderings, but man, like Fusion 360 can, some of the renderings look real they look more real than the real things like that's the, so that would be good for for client work and estimates and that sort
1: of thing yeah back to that big screwdriver uh, make brooklyn asks uh, where did you find pallets made from epoxy that you could make that handle
3: out of <laughs> i pulled them from the potomac river in dc <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what chemicals did that but it was you something make
2: good. You should make an epoxy palette.
3: <laughs> I, I thought about that once, like when the river table was like at its peak, I, I was just looking through my messages the other day for some reason. And I actually sent a photo to, to Spagnolo because they were making fun of it on their podcast. And I had a sketchup drawing where I took a palette and I just filled it with blue epoxy. So like all the voids inside of like the center of the pallet was just solid epoxy. <laughs> it's
2: like an epoxy <laughs> negative. It's like a negative palette. Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: Huh. You can make a mold, a palette mold, and then just pour yourself epoxy pallets all day
3: long. Um, <laughs> it'd be like five hundred dollars each. I mean the silicone would be like thousands for the for yeah. the mold. <laughs> that would be amazing though. <laughs> straight
2: to straight to D I W H Y. Yes. <laughs> which has become like my favorite uh subreddit possibly uh the number of people that
3: comment that on my post is pretty funny
2: i liked one of your comments somebody said and the purpose is what and you i like your comment was like you obviously haven't seen many of my posts you you must be new to my work uh yeah the subreddit r uh slash d i w h y is a gold mine for most of most of them are just ridiculously stupid. Those like those are my favorite ones. Like I, I think I remember like a year or two ago, somebody made a USB shovel. Like the the end of the shovel handle is a USB <laughs> card, so they had to like when they plugged it into their computer, they had to like prop it up on a stand. Just the most ridiculously, <laughs> just the the worst designs ever. Really, or the worst. You know, it's 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 great.
3: There was one I was, I was looking at yesterday where somebody was trying to pack a camera lens inside of a box. And they put the lens in the box and they're like, oh, you can't do that. There's all this airspace. It's going to get broken. So they take it out. And they're like, oh, here's how you do it. And they pour popcorn inside. <laughs> put the <laughs> lens and then pour popcorn on top of that as packing material. <laughs> it's disgusting. So, so you go to the it's effort. It's so- the... popcorn did
2: you see the one where they uh (laughs) just make sure you add salt (laughs) some guy created like some uh coca-cola gelatin
3: yeah (laughs) and
2: put it in a tooth a tube of cleaned out a tube of toothpaste like made this this like gelatin out of coca-cola put it in the toothpaste container and then like got out a block of ice cream and like squirted the 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 paste on top of the ice cream. It's like what? (laughs) I don't get what are you trying for. No idea. No. I I, I mean it's like I I'm can't tell if some of these are like trolling the community because they're just so they're so bad that there's no possible way anybody really go through that much effort for something. It's I don't know. I I don't get it, but I but it's hilarious. Something about not understanding it makes it funny.
1: When I was in college I got a massive jar of mayonnaise and emptied It out and filled it up with yogurt and uh, took the jar to the mall and walked around the mall with a spoon eating yogurt out of the mayonnaise jar. Oh, had a lot of really good looks.
2: Yeah, (laughs) you haven't been to Florida, have you? uh-huh yeah. fun uh, uh, well i've got a a couple things i've been working on.
1: <coughs> actually i pulled out the spring pole lathe in um, i have a lot of Ooh. people asking why haven't you used that in a while just, it just takes up a lot of space uh, but i had a project where i needed to turn something so i uh, pulled that out and got it up working um and then uh, yesterday i actually finally finished making the scroll saw work so i now have a functioning foot powered scroll saw in my shop and nice. I, i'm really excited about that hopefully that video will come out saturday but uh, yeah, I'm thinking about making a, a, a gear, a wooden geared clock, um, where it's just the the gears. So um, rather than having a hands that go around pointing at the right number, the gear, the numbers are written around the outside of the gear. So as the gear rotates, whatever number is on top is the the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'd have one for day, hour, and minute. Uh, so that's that's on my list. We'll see though. Um, what else I have going on? Ring lathe. That's about it. Oh, I put out a video last week on uh, smoothing planes. Uh, I had a lot of questions about, you know, how do you set them up? What are they? How do they work? So that that came out. But it's been a rather slow week. I'm trying to get a few things done
3: around the house. So. Hmm. Fun. I uh, well, your, your uh, spring pole lathe. You saw how I did the epoxy for the screwdriver I did it in like layers in rings and I yeah. spun it on the lathe for like the centrifugal force. I want to see you do that on the spring pole lathe, but you got to sit there, there for an, an hour. hour. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I wonder how that would do because if something that that you'd only get like one rotation and then it comes to a stop. Right. And then you get, so you'd have a slosh inside of the epoxy.
3: <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah, probably wouldn't work. That'd be fun to see though.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I've, I'm I'm working on ideas for um, the April Fool's video. And I don't know if I'm going to do one this year, but I've got uh, some fun ones coming up. We'll see. I, so, get, uh, I got a good April
3: thing? Fool's video that I'm starting to work on right now. Yeah? Yeah.
1: I think I've heard a little bit about yours. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't think I've heard anything about it. Be Oh, thankful. man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good that it's bad. <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe I should do something with the spring pole lathe for it. <laughs> Every time I put up a video with that, with that pole lathe, um, it drives people bonkers um uh, because there's there's something about it stopping and rotating back the other way that that drives people absolutely crazy. Um and on top of that, mine is very lightweight, so it bounces around and moves a bit a good bit on you. But uh because you're the one who's moving it, you don't really feel it bouncing around because you're bouncing with it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and so it, it, it is, yeah, it's something that, that makes everyone who has OCD problems just, you yeah, know, it, yeah. Drives people crazy. So, it so it I love worse, putting up it, videos on it.
3: It looks worse on camera than in person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. I
1: mean, it looks just as bad in person, but anytime you're on camera, you have a, a locked focal view. And so any movement you see more, you should um, just
2: like figure out how to exaggerate it. Like that that sanding scene and you're in your screwdriver video was so good
3: (laughs) yeah you got to do like some sort of weird motion tracking to like make make people seasick when they watch you use it Yeah,
2: that was so good that was like one of my i mean there's so many like parts in that video that were great that's that's so it's like subtle and brilliant that it might be one of my favorite parts
1: did you use stabilization and then lock it to his hand or
3: I just like motion tracked it manually. I just picked a point and just centered that on the screen (laughs) so that I was sanding my hand was centered on the screen the whole time and the workpiece was moving. So it's just like weird and like kind of blurry. And yeah, it was was just funny because I'm like, sanding this thing is so uncomfortable. How can I make the video uncomfortable as well?
2: Yeah, it was that was great. (laughs) Nice. Uh, What, uh, what, what big projects you have coming up? Anybody? Well,
1: I, I just started on the bed. Um, actually made the first few cuts on that. And I, I cheated. Um, I bought a hundred board feet of white oak for it, and I was planning on planing it all down here in the shop. But uh, there's a there's a mill down the road, and they said, "Hey, you could do it." So I took it down to them, and they milled it all down to the right thickness. That saved you three
2: months of work.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was actually I had uh, oh, oh, I had what was it twenty seven hours planned for just planing.
2: <laughs> Ooh. God, that sounds awful.
1: And it was all uh, rough sawn to four quarter. So it's it's full four quarter that had to be brought down to three quarter. So I had to take a quarter inch off of every surface of 100 board feet. Um, it was a solid amount of work. But yeah, I, I cheated. So everything is in the shop. And now nice three quarters flat and smooth. And it feels really nice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't blame you one bit. <laughs>
0: Well, we
1: don't have a, um, a we're not going to do the, the creator's photo challenge this week because, um, well, Will is currently having a baby or his wife is having a baby. <laughs> uh, we'll do that uh, hopefully next week when he gets back. And uh, hopefully tomorrow we'll see pictures on his Instagram account of, uh, or possibly even later today. Of uh, new Willie in the shop.
2: Man, what's with our podcast members having children lately?
1: Who else had children? Uh, well, Johnny. Well, yeah, that's right. He had, that's why he left. Yeah. So are we going to leave Will, lose Will now? I don't know. <laughs> hey, Paul, we've got an opening coming up here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's what happens. Will misses one podcast and you start to talk about him leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you already planned for his resignation. Children yeah. are ruining everything for the yeah. Creators Collective podcast.
2: <laughs> so for
1: the uh the creator's photo challenge uh, we're going to bump that off till next week Um, so you've had three weeks to work on this one so if you want to get it in we're going to be looking for a picture with the golden rule so it's that uh um, with the fibonacci spiral um, look to the the picture so if you get a picture put it on instagram that fits the category and then put a hashtag of creator's photo challenge you will be entered into the uh the judging and i think it was like uh we had six entries. So it's a pretty good chance. And I think you're going to win something from my shop next time. So possibly a set of chisels or a card scraper or something like that. And uh, get those in by next week and we'll pick it out. Um, We do have a joke of the week from uh, Jim Dockrell. His wife texted him the other day on a cold winter morning and said, "Uh, windows are frozen, won't open. Husband texts back, uh, pour water over the seams and edges and tap with a hammer for five minutes. Later, his wife texts back, Computer completely messed up now.
2: (laughs) You can tell they're really good by the, if there's like, you know, an extended awkward (laughs) silence (laughs) happening. The longer the the delay, the better. That's the goal. (laughs) Yes. Bad jokes.
0: Oh if you man. have a joke
1: you'd like me to completely mess up or uh, uh think it's horrible enough to fit on the channel please send it in
2: and the worse the better <laughs> so what are we uh, watching reading uh God, i was what just you- thinking about that because i i always do this like in the week i'm like man i have so i have something for the segment finally it happens to me every week, and then, I, <laughs> and then it gets there. And I'm like, God, what was it? What was it? Uh, so somebody else go, and I'll see if I can remember.
1: Paul, do you have anything off the top of your head?
3: I am not prepared for this. Uh, well, then I'll go, and you two can. I'm I, I, I nominate Zach to go first.
2: <laughs> Man, Let's see what do I have up? <clears throat> oh,
1: well, do you're have... looking at that, I'm actually uh, I, I I've been a longtime subscriber to a channel called Veritasium. Um, oh yeah, he teaches science. His actual his his doctorate was in science education. Um, and his doctoral thesis was on using multimedia to teach science and does some amazing things. So his channel takes these obscure topics and morphs them into something else. And this week he actually had a video come out that fit Um, the world of making as well as the world of science and he was showing flexible mechanics Um, so machines and things that move that are one piece but can move around so they have flexible bendable joints um, such as um, the thrusters on a satellite having a a pivotable uh, base so that the base can bend to any direction um, or Uh, uh, micro mechanics that actually can change their shape on a uh, on a computer chip Um, fascinating things uh, is actually he designed a a switch that goes into um, nuclear devices that's a fail safe switch so that they're always safe uh, unless they're needed to not be safe <laughs> um, but it really get, got my brain thinking about you know how could I work this into woodworking uh, is there any movable piece that I could have with a with a bendable structure to it um, and I've got a few interesting ideas but it was really good inspiration so definitely definitely worth taking a look either of you have anything
2: um you know, sort of I've been I've been going through like my podcast phase like so I, I'd say like 75 percent of the time I listen to music in the shop and every now and then I just <laughs> for like three or four days I'll just bend on podcasts. Uh, so the, the micro, um the way I heard it podcast, is incredible for anybody who likes random facts and historical stuff. It's just in, very well written, and it's just fun. So I bit, listen to a lot of that, and also I started listening to one called Crime Town. It just talks about—I'm still in the first city, but it just kind of talks about the history of crime and certain— It's interesting enough for you listening huh. to it. So, yeah, they're not really maker, but uh,
3: entertaining less.
1: Often the best inspiration doesn't come from maker sources.
3: Very true. What about you, Paul? I, I think I said that in our our workbench con talk, because <laughs> somebody somebody asked us where we get our inspiration from, and we I I know I said something like you know outside of woodworking, other stuff. Yeah, believe it Lots was softcore
2: pornography, if I remember correctly.
3: <laughs> I wasn't gonna get that specific, but yes, that's correct.
2: <laughs> uh... Which so Paul I'm, I'm and I are gonna... actually starting a second YouTube channel. It's uh, geared to the the, uh, the 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 gay community. We're a big hit.
3: <clears throat> oh, Reddit loves us. They do. I, sh- I don't should even read back post some on, of those comments.
2: I don't even post on Reddit. I'm not even allowed to post on Reddit. Every time I do, it gets blocked. So I haven't posted one of my projects on Reddit for probably six months, seven months.
3: Yeah, Zach's like just two years too old for Reddit. <laughs> he just misses I, the cutoff. I I love Reddit,
2: but they just I think it's because my ZH Fabrications looks like a company, and if there's yeah. one thing Reddit hates, it's anything that resembles corporations. So uh, I, I I get a lot of um, a lot of hate when I post there.
3: Yeah, I'm but not quite some- sure how I get away with it, but people people seem to embrace what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Well, do you have any source of inspiration you'd like to share?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a podcast recommendation and a music recommendation. Cool. Because I just I just found both when I was scrolling through. Um, the, if anybody knows Todd Glass, he's a comedian. Uh, the Todd Glass Show is his podcast, and it's it's hard to describe. It's not for everybody, but it's hilarious, and it takes a while to get used to. So you have to listen to like three or four episodes to really get into it and understand what they're doing. Um, it's it's a lot of like subtle jokes that that you have to like really be listening for to get. And then there's some just like obnoxious, like in your face jokes surrounding all of that. Um so it's just a lot of fun to see how they play with with ideas and and sounds and stuff and see what they come up with. So it's it's him and sometimes a guest, sometimes just him and he's got like a producer that talks on the podcast and then he uh, has a band that a lot of times will will be there and they'll be just like playing in the background and doing like theme music and sound effects and and all that stuff and it's just like insanity. Oh. The, what's it called? Todd Glass? The Todd Glass show. Okay.
0: Hmm. And yeah.
3: And then the music recommendation is Kai Smith, and that's S M Y T H E. Harry Soulman is what he goes by. Nice. He's <laughs> essentially like a, a comedy soul musician. Um, and he just did a Kickstarter for uh, his first full length album, which was successful. So he's going to uh, start producing an album thanks to his Kickstarter. And he makes YouTube videos to go along with his music which are almost better than the music itself like he makes his own drawings of these like cardboard cutouts and that's like the background of his music videos it's hard to describe you have to go see it Um, so if you look for Harry Soulman on YouTube uh, it'll make more sense. But it's just like people in black suits, basically, that are like moving these cardboard cutouts behind him. And like, that's the animation kind of sort of in, in his videos while he sings along to his songs.
2: Nice. That sounds like fun. I wonder <laughs> if any of our uh, our live chat people are going to Spring Make. I'm not sure. I'm trying to get Paul in there, by the way. Yeah. Noth- nothing's certain yet, but I'm going to see if I can. Are you coming out to Maker
3: Central, Paul? I'll be there. <clears throat> Sweet. When, I should have probably book my your... plane flight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You guys laugh at that and I usually don't book anything until like a week <laughs> this time of year it just gets so busy I can't look beyond whatever the closest thing is so if I have like four trips I only worry about the first one until it's over
3: that's uh, the thing and, and they schedule Maker <laughs> Central I don't know why but it's always the week after Maker Faire or the week before Maker Faire in San Francisco so that's why I didn't go last year because I was you know going up to that I was like I'm just I'm not gonna be able to have the time and then a few weeks ahead I was like I don't know maybe I can make it work and I looked at plane tickets and that, at that point they were all like 1500 bucks or something stupid yeah yeah i need i need
2: to i still need to book my flight for um uh spring make yeah Yeah, i don't know try find a way to
3: make my way out there
2: so my wife is gonna go with me to spring make and i feel like if we're gonna be there for like two days we might as well like make a little mini vacation out of it i don't want to just like go through all that trouble of getting over there staying there two days and coming back home like man i want to like spend a day in london do i have no idea but i don't want to like it's like well we're there we might as well tag on an extra couple of days and do something so i don't know if anybody else has a similar idea but yeah we're we're going
1: what four days before and four days after
2: oh cool So
3: yeah we were talking about doing the same thing about a week out there yeah,
2: that would make sense. I mean, if you're going to spend all that money to get out
3: there, well, trying to decide if my wife's going to come or not. Or I've, I've also been talking with uh, Jacko about maybe doing a project together. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Huh. We'll I think his, we should. His just... new space is incredible.
2: His old space was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> even... Yeah, that's true.
3: Um,
2: I don't know. I think I think it would be kind of cool if we got a few people to like collaborate on a European vacation. That would be fun. Just hanging out. We could make a movie out of it. (laughs) We could. (laughs) Maker's European vacation. (laughs) (laughs) National lampoons.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rated R for ridiculous. Uh, I think
1: that's about it for this week. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I think so. So, uh, yeah, I want to say a huge thank you to, uh, Paul Jackman for coming on. If you want to see his stuff, you can go to jackmanworks.com or, uh, Find him on YouTube with Jackman Works, or and, Instagram,
2: or or
3: Reddit, wherever the you cool make page on. yesterday. Yep. Yeah, yeah, did. Nice, briefly, and the imager <laughs> was on the front page for the most of the day, which was awesome. Nice, or, or you can come and flirt with me on Reddit. That's mostly what happens in the comments. <laughs> yeah, and Zach, yes,
1: yeah, you can get your fix of the uh, the crazy, the stupid, and the absolutely beautiful all in one place. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, Well, I think that's about it for this week. Do you want to say a huge thank you to patrons on Patreon and those watching us live? If you want to join us live, you can do that each Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And we do pull most of our questions and ideas from the the live chat. So come on in and have a little bit of fun in there. Hopefully next week we'll have Will back with a uh, new kid in the house. We'll see how that goes. So until next time, have a
2: wonderful day. See you later. Bye.
0: Thanks again for listening to the Creators Collective. We publish weekly on Thursdays in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can follow us on social media pages everywhere at Creators Collective. We're also live streaming every week on Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Just look up the YouTube channel to join in on the fun of the live chat and get your questions answered live. And until next time, keep on creating.